Uh, welcome to the High Talk Podcast with your host, Rafiki. Today, on High Talk, I got a close friend of mine, PT the Rev. How y'all doing? How, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, man. You know, another Sunday that I get to live. Just chilling with the family, for real. Facts. So let's just hop straight into it. Uh, why don't you tell us, uh, like, your music and the inspiration for your name and your music company? So, I mean, as far as, like, the inspiration behind my music, I mean, for real, for real, I've never really – I always did art, but I didn't start doing music till I was about, I'll say, 14 or 15. And I did a lot of dancing shit, drawing when not like flipping, when not I was real acrobatic. I like to be racing this in the hood, being a hood, racing motherfuckers and doing flips and stuff off of stuff. But now nah, it really took for me to really see like the expression, like how, how good and how easy it is to express yourself through different means of music and just out of so many artistic things and so many different things that I learned and, and know how to do music really stuck with me because it was just the easiest way to be able to visually, vocally express myself to other people and express people like how I feel and how I can relate to folks, even if we ain't really went through the same situation. Like energy, energy something that everybody can feel. Like the situation is always going to be different. Somebody is always going to be different or change up or be fake or real, but energy is, is something that always stays the same. So I mean, that's the same thing with music. It's just a vibration. That's just, I mean, it's one of the rawest forms of energy. So that's why I really fuck with the, the music, the music background and why I like really doing music because it's just an easy way to express. All right, I get that. Like, that's yeah. always the same reason why I just enjoy art in general. I mean, definitely, man, because it's just like, it's, I mean, just like food or weed or whatever you do, like it's, it brings people together. So, like I've met a lot of my friends through just smoking weed, or I met a lot of my friends through me being able to cook and invite them over for barbecues or whatnot, or just be being a genuine and good person. So, like that just good energy replicates each other. Like if if you a hoe, your friend gonna be a hoe, your her friends gonna be a hoe. Like if you a real nigga. Your boy gonna be a real nigga, and his boy most likely gonna be a real nigga. Real niggas and fake niggas don't mix, and and and, and faithful motherfuckers and hoes don't mix. And sometimes they can, but they always don't end into the same situation. So I definitely feel that, man. Everybody's up with the music. So your name, PT the Rev. Where did that derive from? Um. So that was more so something that. <clears throat> like after time, throughout time was given to me kind of um, through just speculation situations and just me and my own mind frame. Uh, my, like I didn't have a rap name before. Like I was dancing and doing all that shit. I have many different little nicknames and whatnot. But I, what, why I got, how I got PC the Rev is just because I had like an OG whatnot. And like he was in the streets when I would teach me a lot. I mean, he taught me a lot of the street background, a lot of shit in, in any streets. 
but he was also like he had kids. You feel me? My cousins were not like he had kids. Were not you feel me? He was trying to show them like doing the same shit that I'm doing is either gonna leave you in jail or leave you at home with a female that's basically taking care of you because you can't if you can't sell drugs you can't get a job because your your name fucked up your record fucked up so. Like he was just trying to teach the kids around him and teach, teaching his kids and teaching me. Like, now I mean, like I understand. I put y'all in gangs, or I showed y'all how to adapt to the to the hoods in the, in the, in the streets around you. But that's not really where it's at. You feel me? Like that's not really where it's at. But a lot of people he used to teach and preach to really ain't wasn't hearing shit. They young niggas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's up? Oh, that's what's up, OG. And go back out into the streets doing some dumbass shit, selling their little shit. Robbing motherfuckers, doing shit that's risking their motherfucking lives, not knowing it's probably another motherfucker like you out here that kill your ass. And he just trying to let you know that, like, I ain't, like, I ain't saying you a bitch or nothing like that, but just know it's another motherfucker out here that ain't no bitch too that that'll kill you. You feel me? Like he was just trying to let these niggas know. So I was just one of the few little niggas that was like, that's what's up. Like, nah, I'm I'm with that shit because I mean niggas know I'm with the shits, but. Every, I mean, I'm not the, I'm not the hardest nigga, bro. So with that being the case, I'm not trying to die out here. You feel me? Before I even get a chance to see a kid, so he like, nah, I mean, you just like, you like my little prototype. He was like, you, 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 I fuck with you, man. He was like, yeah, my son and everybody look at you like you more than my nephew. Like I don't look at you like you my son because we kick it like you. We, I kick it with you like you my age. He's like, but you like, you like my twin brother or something. Just. He was like, you like a younger version of me. Like, if I was to die and was to reincarnate into somebody else, I'd probably be you. He's like, yeah, you like my prototype. So that's where PT came from. Because that's what, pro- I mean, that's what prototype is, PT. Um, the Rev came more so from everybody that I grew up with in the hood. Because, I mean, when I started rapping and shit, I was, like I said, I was like 13, 14 when I started rapping. But when I started rapping, I was fire at it. I was just could, I just could work words so easily. Like, when people, when man, people will, pay me to rap and rap and rap because they didn't believe off the strength of me just rapping to begin. they like, oh, yeah, you wrote that shit. Like, that's something that you already wrote before. You you wrote that. And I'm telling them, like, nah, I can, I can rap you something written, but this is freestyle. My freestyle game is fire. And, like, just after a while, and, and I could freestyle. Like, I wasn't just rapping bullshit. I was rapping, like, revelations. I was rapping people's lifestyles and what they went through, what I went through, like, real-life struggles. And like just growing up, my folks like, yeah, that boy don't he don't be rapping, bro. Be preaching. Like, if you want to freestyle against bro, you gonna have to sit down and really listen to him because he don't rap, he preach. Like, so that's where the rev came from. A lot of people just go, oh, yeah, brother, reverend, he be preaching and shit. I feel like that's dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was more so something that was given to me. It, it wasn't really nothing I made up. All my nicknames I made up was up, was dumbass shit. You feel me, like? Childish yeah. ass little dumb shit. Yeah, facts. I can I, I can attest to that from my own shit. But um, so tell us about your latest project. Okay, so my latest project, <coughs> my late actually my latest project. I've just been dropping a bunch of singles for real. Um, I mean. Not to blame it on no pandemic or anything like that. I mean, everybody else go through, everybody go through their own little shits, whatnot. But I mean, I've been going through my own own little artist depression, I guess, or whatnot. So I really just been dropping singles. Um, but my last recent single, though, well, I just dropped like four singles back to back. So 
Good is on Spotify. Good, well, Good is on every platform. You can look at a piece of the rev. Good on every platform. Um, the good and bad and the ugly is on every platform. Oh shit is on every platform. Um, my boys are still dropping shots with me featured on here, so that's something that you also will bump into just looking at my name. And I mean, I got a few little videos on YouTube. I'm I'm all on streaming platforms and and all that. I mean, I got people doing my little tracks in the background on TikTok and trying to trying to get me back where I need to be. But as far as my latest projects, I got some singles, some real good singles that I just recently dropped. Um, but I am, I just bumped into one of my beat producers and stuff. So uh, just had him over in politics. So we working on this. We working on two projects. Actually, I'm working on a, a, a single project with myself called Paradise for the Pandemic. That's going to be coming probably in the next couple months. It's going to be a little EP, round seven tracks most likely. And then one of my boys, Second Soldier, he uh, make beats for the squad. He wants to make a, he got a mixtape that he want to make in the makings with We Nation, which is a, my recording label and my family, basically. So my production family. So we got some stuff in the works. I did a couple shows. Um, I just did a show not too long ago. I say last month uh, at Skelly's for Sam Rothenberg. He uh, worked for At Work Promotions. Uh, did a couple shows for him. One of my um, one of my good friends, my DJ. Uh, one of my friends, not my DJ personally, but a good DJ that I know, Zealous. You feel me? He been pushing me into some good lanes, trying to pump my head up and get me to really release the shit so I can get get on these stages and really rock it out. But definitely be looking forward to something new coming in the works because I got some people promoting me. I got some people boosting my boosting my artist artist creativity and my confidence and getting back in the studio and getting my get on that pad again to really work some stuff out. So definitely working on some stuff in the mix. But uh got some singles on Spotify Air where just look me up on any search searching engine you gonna find me. Bet. So, for any new listener that wants to, like, you know how when you first hear about an artist and, like, you, like, it's, it's that you got to, there's one song for everybody that's, like, that make them, like, all right, this, that, this, this person really spinning that dope. I'm really about to really keep listening to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always that one song by one artist for everybody, like, that just make them really get interested in Twitter. What would you say for those new listeners that they should go listen for? I would say if you really want to hear the artist side of me, like, nothing like, I mean, I make, I make all, I'm very versatile. I make all types of hours of music. Um, but, like, if you really want to hear how, I mean, because I like to express what's going on, like, my, my real side of my music is probably the side of music that people don't want to hear. Because, I mean, it's 2021. Um, everything is so simplified. Everything is so easy. Um, you could be a non-talented motherfucker and be a billionaire in the music world just because you had the money to make yourself sound awesome. You feel me? So if if someone's really searching to hear what I got in the store as far as like my talent, uh, something that you want to listen to and be like, yo... I want to show this to somebody else because this is, this is the epiphany of music. This is where music was, but but seems to not be going no more. I would I would encourage them to look up Bloodstains. Um, it's running at about three thousand plays on Spotify. Um, it's everywhere actually: YouTube, YouTube Red, YouTube Music, um, Amazon Music, Google Play, Spotify, Deezer, TikTok, uh, you name it. But, yeah, that's definitely a one that you should listen to. It was made right around the time that all that stuff happened with George Floyd. And we was we was marching and 
doing a protest downtown, getting sprayed up by police and getting shot with the rubber bullets. So it, it really reflects you know, what we were going through in the beginning of the pandemic and in the beginning of the summertime or all that police violence and all that. All right. I remember that I was down I was down there during the uh riots and the protest and Yeah, definitely definitely a good one to listen a good one to listen to, man. It's, it's deep, mighty deep, but definitely good a good one if you want to really hear a lyrical side of me. <clears throat> but I mean if you just want to listen to something that's catchy and turn you up real quick, you like to turn up be in your car and and you going to point A to point B, or you going to the club and want to listen to something that's going to turn you up and how you turn for the night, then Oh Shit is definitely still on Spotify, too, featuring my boy Ugly Herb. And that's that's definitely a turn track that that attract, attract somebody that want to come back and listen to it again. That's what's up. I, and, like, I really don't want people to misunderstand how versatile you really are. Like, this man is really jack-of-all-trades type shit, like, when it comes to art. Like, oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, check me out on Instagram. It's PT Rev everywhere, really. Like, <clears throat> on Instagram, my God, I mean, we do the photography. I, I make clothes. You know what I mean? We, we we doing a lot of stuff. We just trying to, trying to, be, trying to be versatile as far as trying to be. It's hard to you can't work seven jobs as one man. You only got 24 hours, you know, so being a jack of all trades is, is good, but also it's very time-consuming, man, so. Honestly, God's truth, it really is. Gotta be patient with it. So, starting off your musical career or your artist career in general, like, how would you say it is, how how would you say that was for you? Like, what, do, would you consider you having your your feet off the ground now, or do you feel like you're still trying to get that push? I wouldn't say I'm trying to get a push, but I wouldn't quite say my feet is off the ground. Um, I mean, we uh, we live in Columbus, Ohio, bro. Like, it's it's everybody, everybody's trying to sell dinners, sell mixtapes, sell singles, sell beats. Everybody want to rap, sell lingerie, you you name it, you know. So, and it's a small city. It's a small city too, bro. So, it's really and we not a hub for none of that shit. Like, we 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 a we a hick town. I mean, we're not a hick town, low key, but we a farm town, low key. Like, we not Atlanta. We not Louisiana. We not New York. So, we not based off of music. Our background of our city wasn't built off of music. It was built off of different shit, like corn. Farming, beer plants, meals. Now I mean, so when it comes down to something that everybody into nowadays, TikTok, music, dancing, background dancing, makeup, all that shit. Like everybody want to do it now because they feel it's an easy way to make some money. So they could not even be good at it, but be a hobbyist. So they be like, okay, I'm gonna make me, I'm gonna make makeup once a year because I can bang that shit. So boom, I make makeup this one time. I sell all this product and just say fuck my customers for the rest of the year. When this girl that really make makeup for real and this is what she wants to do as a career, she can't even make no profit because too many people weren't about me. The hobbyists, I don't even take this shit serious for real, but just do it for fun. 
or do it for a little buck here and there. You know what I mean? So right now it's just an uphill fight, of course, because I mean, it's a, I, I live in the city of Columbus, Ohio. I live in the city of a bunch of motherfuckers that if you do, if you are good at this shit, you you know that's from your hard game to race because you got a bunch of people that is shitty at this shit, but that can pay 40,000 motherfuckers to watch it or that can pay this, that, and the third or that don't don't got as much responsibilities or people dead in their life that can help them out as much as you to where they can just sit back and be like, fuck it. Um, I make this one track. I have my mama share it and, produ- and, and share it and promote it and pay for promotion while my dad makes t-shirts with my shit on it. I'm sure I'm a one-man gang, you know what I mean? So I, I do the promotion. I do the press and I do the Going to my niggas and promoting it and persuading them to do something uh, that to help out the gang or help out the image that we all working for. And I mean, like, so I wouldn't quite say my my feet ain't never been off the ground, not yet. I feel like I mean, I did some shows and I even did out of town shows, like I did in Ohio shows. I did shows in El Paso. I mean, that's the only one I did outside of Ohio. I didn't do a lot of Ohio shows, but I did a show in El Paso. I did with the different states and shit and sharing my name, but. It's it's still some work to do, man. Like I still I'm still I feel like I'm waiting for that the opportunity to be able to really show my skin and show show people how raw I am. Like show motherfuckers like, okay, yeah, I where you been at? You feel me? Like where you been? Cause it's hard to show somebody where you been when it's when it's fifty people in their face too. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, then I ain't, I'm trying to work off my own skin for real, bro. I don't want to. You ain't about to 360 deal me. You ain't about to give me no five, 50 bands and tell me flip that and give me, give me the 50 bands back in two years. Like, uh-uh, none of that. You know what I mean? I need, I need to be able to, like, if you're going to love me, love me without the money. Because the money shit, money going to come, that, sh- that money shit going to come regardless. Like, if you've seen the Rolling Loud performance, like, Coy LeRae, she had one of the deadest performances the whole Rolling Loud, but that don't mean that she didn't go home to a bag. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be the nigga on the on the stage dead as fuck and not going home to a bag because I love this shit on life. I love this shit, and like the only way you're gonna make money, you feel me, is getting it from somebody that love your your shit too. It's always somebody out here that's gonna hate on you, bro. But I need to be able to touch the people that's gonna love my shit. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be working my ass off to try to pay you back when you're not even giving me the logistics or the 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 foot. You're not giving me the doors to open to put me in a position to where I I can just tell niggas like, "Yo, I'm PT the Rev and I'm signed to Interscope." They're gonna be like, "Okay, that's what's up." I ain't never heard of the nigga before, but that's what's up. Okay, I'm still in the same position I was yesterday when I wasn't signed to Interscope. So I'm so yesterday I wasn't signing in the scope. Nobody knew me, and I wasn't fifty bands in debt. Now I'm fifty bands in debt. Niggas still don't know me, and I'm still trying to promote niggas who the fuck I am, so I can make this fifty bands back to give you fifty bands. Exactly. That shit sounds crazy, bro. A lot of people don't understand the ends of our like. It's 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 not just fun and games. It's a business. It's a job. It's a career. Like. It's a lifestyle that you really have to live, breathe, and sleep. Like you gotta do your yeah. research about every every single move. Your next move, you always gotta research it before you make it. Otherwise, it could be your last one. No, that's a fact. All the way, man. That's that's damn sure a fact, bro. 
I mean, I done been there and done that with niggas, bro. I done, I done gave niggas my time, effort. Didn't, that's why I don't really do collabs too much. I really don't. Like, a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, PC, man, we got to be on track together. I'll be like, nah. You feel me? Like, I can't really do that no more because, like, shit, it'd be hard for me to create a seven-track tape. Like, I'm about to create a fire-ass verse for your track that I may either A, never hear, you may never shoot no video to, or it may not even go nowhere. Like, I know I got the talent, bro. I'm, I'm tired of wasting talent. I'm, I'm trying to waste the talent not having no time to to construct business. Exactly. Yeah, that's when something's shaking. When you're talking to somebody about numbers and seats and capacity of a room. Hey, it's all in the game. Nah, that's a fact, bro. So... With all that being said, what would your advice be for any any artist who who's like on the threshold about whether they should pursue a career and what they or what they're passionate about the most? I mean, it, as far as I mean, to be to to speak categoristically. I mean, if it comes down to anything as far as something you love to do, I would just, of course, just like anybody would say to you that's doing something they love to do and they ain't stopped doing this shit yet or ain't got motivated to the point where they just like, fuck it, I'm just going to work a job and retire. Like, keep doing this shit. Like, if you if you love it, if you love it, you got to love it more than anybody. And I know that's hard to look at because, just like I said before, there's somebody out here that's crazier than you. There's somebody out here that's more dangerous than you even if you think you're the most dangerous nigga. It's somebody out here that love what you do probably more than you, but you are thinking in your head that you love it more than anybody. You want this more than anybody. Because, I mean, you got one life to live, bro, and it's 24 hours in a day. After you get off of work, unless you got seven kids and, and, a, and a raggedy-ass nigga or bitch waiting at home for you, you got a little bit of time to make something shake. So use that little bit of time for your career. Because if that's something you love to do, then you, you ain't worried about you ain't worried about the couple little hours you got left before you got to go to bed after you get off of work. You're going to spend a couple little hours doing what you love to do. That's regardless if you're playing the game, doing some hair, playing chess, riding a bike. It don't matter. Like, you're going to do that shit with that last little When you get off of work, you're going to be like, damn, I got to be asleep by 7. I got to eat dinner at 5. So that means I'm off at 3. I'm about to take these two hours not to just sit in the house and chill and relax because I've been working all day. I'm about to get off work, go home, change out of my work clothes, and then go jogging. Go ride the bike for a couple hours because that is my love. That's my passion. And that shouldn't make me – it's going to make you tired because you use the energy, of course, but you got mentally look, look at that a different way. So if you love to do something, I would, I would just try your best not to stray from it until you know you are physically, mentally not where you need to be to be able to pursue or prosper that no more. Then just let it go. Continue to make your money. Money, uh, uh, um, income, no matter if they take away paper currency, a way, a form of income to be able to buy something or or, or, or pursue a way of living in this world is never going to dissipate. It's never going to go away. So, nigga, if you, if you work all your damn life and your career ain't pop, you're 60 years old, you still ain't on the stage or nobody know you or your music or 50, 30, 40, wherever you feel like you should stop at and you still ain't shaked, then cool. Just make money and retire. Take care of the motherfuckers around you or take care of yourself. But I would just 
always say it, bro. If you if you love it that much, if if you if it's so easy for you to let it go, you never really loved it for real. Like you you were a hobbyist uh, at that point. Like you you never really loved it for real. But something you love always comes back, and you and you can't fight it. So I will always just keep pushing for it. Um, when it comes down to music, man, I would just say. Um, for real, for real, bro, it's it's really the passion of it, man. Like, it's the wow effect. You gotta just give. You gotta give people s- consistency. That's really that's really what they want. I want I wouldn't say drown them up out with music and videos and all that, but <laughs> they want to see you in a in, in a picture in a, in a moment. Okay, you just dropped the album. Cool. Oh, that's what's up. We see PT the Rev skydiving with fucking Ray Shrimmer. Okay, cool. Then we see PC the Rev in Africa helping motherfuckers get animals out of reservoir. Cool. Or we just seen PT the Rev downtown helping somebody pick their shit up off the floor because they just tripped over whatever the case may be. Like it's not you flooding them with art all the time. It's you flooding them with your image just in general. So I mean I would just be consistent. Like if you're an artist in the music game, if you're the artist in any game, just be consistent as far as showing them you. Not always your craft, but you. And that's just, it could be your craft. It could, it could be you telling somebody what to do to better their craft. It could, you, it could be you just being in somebody's Black-owned restaurant or you being somebody's little Debago restaurant that nobody know about. But now that you eat there, everyone in the city eats there now because Pizza the Rev's there. Or Pizza the Rev was seen here this weekend, so now everybody wants that pizza. Right. Now I mean that that brings a good image to your name. See, a lot of people don't understand the the marketing strategies behind it. You feel me? But like you said, if you love it, keep at it. And if you and if you can't, then you just never did. No life, bro. Like it's not about really profiting from it. It's honestly just about doing what you love. Because what? Because no matter what you do. if you really love it, it'll feed you. It'll feed you, bro. It'll feed you, bro. For like, real. I definitely learn that. It'll feed you. Like it, it's not gonna be mad consistent, but it it, it it will feed you definitely. That's for sure, bro. Like, and, and and you getting paid ain't always money, bro. Like you you can get paid so many ways, bro. Like lessons, blessings. Like teachings, like you, I mean, so many different ways to get paid, bro. And people don't know how to take that payment and flip that. You feel me? Like, people don't know how to flip that payment. Like, no matter if it's not money or not, like, okay, you can go flip you a payment. You can go get paid for something and flip that 20 to a 40. But what you going, how you going to flip the lesson? What you going to do when you get a lesson in payment? Mm. You going to flip that. How you going to flip that when you get, when you get taught a lesson? When you, when you take a major loss? We just paid $150 for this slot and you ain't performed and nobody came. How you gonna flip that lesson? How you gonna learn from that? Like, how do you flip that? Niggas don't know how to do that, bro. Hey, exactly. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I feel like I feel like we were supposed to really do this today because you're really preaching. No, that's, that's a fact, bro. I'm just... I mean, I'm just keeping it. I'm answering your question. Now, I mean, like, just keeping it real with you, bro. Like, a lot of people out here, they. I mean, this is stuff that people need to hear when it comes down to the music background, bro. Because, I mean, imagine, 
imagine how many more people will have an opportunity or how many more people deserve this opportunity that, that will have it, that will be able to achieve it and be able to brush shoulders with the people that need to brush shoulders with if it weren't so many niggas who just do it either just literally for cash or as a hobbyist. Like, okay, this is something you love to do. You made a track and that shit blew up. So you like, fuck it. But once you get paid off this money, you just made all this money from this music and now you can't even provide to your fans no more because you were a hobbyist. You didn't love it enough to be able to continue to create products. You was like, damn, I made this little track off of TikTok. That shit blew up. I made two more tracks. Them bitches blew up and now I'm out of juice. And that's the tragic reality of 2021. Yeah, bro. That's why. That's why I told you, nigga. When it comes down to music, if you telling me to tell, I mean, what can I say about somebody that wants to prosper a music career in 2021 in the state of Ohio? Shit, man. Good luck. Keep prospering. Don't get unmotivated. Keep loving this shit. Keep good people around you, bro. And just boom, like that, like. Try to always get you some guap, bruh. Because if you can pay your position and over a nigga that's paying their position and you got the talent, uh, all they got is money, oh, you won't get it before they do. But we fucking with a bunch of motherfuckers that just paying to play. Right. But I definitely agree with you, bro. But um, we're going to have to kind of wrap it up here, unfortunately. Is there anything else you want to say to the people before we close it up? I mean, bro, like, no, I, I appreciate you getting me on here. Um, other than that, man, like, it's, it's going on 2022 this year. It, it went mad fast. I don't know if it went mad fast just for me, but it went mad fast. And if 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 you're doing something you really love to do, if you – I don't believe in too old, two chains was Titty Boy at 28, and then he was two chains at 38, a millionaire, almost 40. So I feel like this, if you ain't 40 years old yet, keep doing what you love to do. Keep loving to do it and push that shit as hard as you possibly can. Like whatever miscellaneous time you got to be able to express that, whatever miscellaneous time you got to be able to continue to prosper that, do that shit. Facts. I, this has been the High Talk Podcast with your host, Rafiki, and my guest, PT The Rev. Yep. See y'all next time. Appreciate it.